This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. We have a, a beautiful young seventh grader sitting in front of me, along with her teacher, Sarah Nave. And I want to welcome you both to the show. Sarah, you're familiar with this, but I don't think um, our, our young um, student, uh, Micah Talbert, is your first time, Talbert? Yeah. Well, welcome. <laughs> I, I love your smile. You're... Um, you don't know this, but your your teacher, uh, Sarah, and I have been talking about you, and she's been bragging on you quite a bit. You're you're already a student leader it's in seventh grade. Congratulations. Thank you. Tell us about it, Sarah. So Micah um, is one of those kids that um, I would call an upstander. So we an we have upstander. a bunch. Yeah, we have a bunch of people. That's how's that different than a high achiever. Um, so an upstander doesn't just, you know, do what's right, but they stand up for what's right. And um, oh. we recently had a situation in our class where I wasn't um, I wasn't in the class. Um, I was out that day. And um, another um, student was was being kind of picked on um, and by by an adult. And um, my good said, nope, like you're not going to do that and stood up for the student, which can be very difficult because, you know, we are taught to be respectful of, of those that are older than us and those that hold positions of power, like, you know, a a teacher. And, um, she did what was right. And it it just made me so proud. It made me, um, it made me so thankful to have, you know, that reminder that we, we do have an amazing group of young people coming up in the world and the, the you know the future can can look scary, um, but knowing that I've got kids like Micah in the future, I know we're going to be okay. Wow, Micah, to be in seventh grade and and stand up for a kid that's being bullied takes courage, takes a lot of courage, and uh, you're already reaping the benefits of seeing. Well, all I did was help somebody, and now all these people noticed, and they're saying so many nice things about me. So that is a learning experience in itself for doing the right thing. And it was an adult too, so I was like, "But that's like unfair that a grown old man is bullying a kid. Like, for what reason? Just wake up in the morning and be like, okay, 'Okay, I'm just gonna bully a kid.' Like, really, a grumpy old man was bullying a kid? Huh? <laughs> yeah. You, when you get to a certain age as a man, you go from being an adult to being a grumpy adult, and you're just gonna learn that they make movies about us. I'm probably one of them, but. <laughs> Um, so tell us what you did. So, um, it was like early in the morning. I came in and me and my friend were like, by the way, no names. Okay. Okay. Me and my friend were having a good time and this dude was like so rude and we were like, okay, it's like early in the morning. I get, he has an attitude, but it slowly and slowly progressed to get more racist because he was like really rude to like kids that weren't white and called us you people and stuff and um one of my friends was helping with attendance and he got all snappy at him and started yelling at him for no reason and I was like okay like that's not cool chill a little bit and he wasn't even doing anything to you so like yeah so did you just did you disarm the situation did he back off no, because then he started coming for me. <laughs> That's the risk you take. That's where the courage comes in. And then I was starting to feel uncomfortable, so I asked him if I could leave. And he wouldn't let me leave. And What do you mean? Like, 
I wanted to leave the room because to like, remove herself from the situation. Was this yeah. a teacher? It was somebody who had stepped in for um, the role an of assistant. an adult, it just for the for the moment. Yeah, so substitute. We'll we'll just call it somebody who was in the room, you know, acting as an adult in the room for that moment. Well, that's even a bigger risk. Not somebody who is in, directly involved with with the district. Nonetheless, so. you uh, somehow got out of it. Yeah. And you didn't get in trouble. We just stopped talking to him. We just at that point we were just ignoring him. I think it's just a very important life lesson. Um, and we had the conversation the next day when I had returned that, you know, you, when you walk through life, you don't know, you know, who you're going to meet on a day to day or a minute to minute basis. And, you know, being the best version of you and standing up for what's right and just being a good person and a kind human, which is what Micah is, um, is what's most important. Um, and you can't appease everybody. You can't, you know, you, you, things aren't going to always go your way, but as long as you did what was right in that situation, then that is all that I can ask as, as your teacher. And you they, know, what amazes me about this whole conversation. That's not why you're here. No, you're here to talk about a food, I mean, a, a book drive that you're going to do. But the fact that your teacher brings this up about you and you know, in her job, she'd be better off not talking about it because it doesn't make that particular day at school looks so good. But she is so proud of you, of doing what you did to highlight that on the radio. Says a lot about Miss um, Nave. And um, I, I just applaud you for, for letting us know about that because that's not what we're, we were going to talk about. No, no. Micah is wonderful. And, you know, her drive and, and you know, um, her desire to just be a, a decent human has leaked into this project that we have have created for all students, all children of Macon County, regardless of age. So, PBL night, right? Yes. Talk about PBL night. So um, Dennis Lab is project-based learning. Um, with the pandemic, it was very difficult to get that community engagement. Um, and so we're kind of like shaking the pandemic off here and dusting out the books and we wanted to do something big because you know my my whole thing is go big or go home and so um <laughs> we decided to take something that we could have done on a very small scale just with our school and we decided no we're not going to do decatur public schools we're not going to do decatur we're going to do macon county and um our students um did some research about the literacy rates in macon county um, and I had to explain to them what those percentages mean. And, you know, when you look at 17% of, you know, adults in Macon County have over, um, like a, a 12th grade reading level, um, it's, it's a little, it's unnerving. Um, and we know that the love for reading doesn't start when you are an adult. It's a fostered. Teacher, Let me ask you a question. Yeah. I love the fact that you, you're trying to get books. Yes. But books versus technology. Is there a, 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 a different value for the kids to be reading books versus reading a book on their phone? Absolutely. Um, reading isn't just um, something you do with your eyes. It's something you do. It's your whole body. And being able to feel the pages, being able to look at the pictures, and being able to detach yourself from that technology um, is very important. Um, now, we do read books on our 
on our um, on our phones and our devices. But we also know that there are a lot of children in Macon County that do not have access to those devices. Um, but everybody can get a library card. Everybody can go to the library. Not everybody has the ability to do so. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to be able to bring the physical book to the child. And so that is what we are doing. So I know for a fact, because I have three kids. In our house alone, we have hundreds of books. I'll be there right after this uh, this show. I've got to talk to my wife about it. <laughs> that is fine. Some of these are, some of these are sentimentally attached to I don't need those. But there are others I'm sure we would love to move out. Because, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, we don't, although we have grandkids now. But even my kids have books that they're ready to unload. Right. Matter of fact, my daughter said, anybody else in the family, here are the pictures of all my books. If you want them, take them. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they're going. So this is, you've hit on a big thing here. You could get a lot of books out of this if we get the word out. How do you feel about it? I mean, it sounds really cool because, like, I don't know, because just, like, all those little kids who, like, won't read when they're little, like, don't have access to books, and then as they grow up and they don't have, like, a good reading level or they just plain can't read, it's, it, it's a little sad. Like, it's very sad. Yeah. So... I'm excited that. Um, yeah, because how much reading? There's quite a bit of reading done before kindergarten. Oh, absolutely. Children who who are read to um, by kindergarten, um, they have heard over two million more words than a child who hasn't, and. Um, you know, we talk about these these children who, you know, I teach seventh and eighth grade, and we talk about children who are in seventh and eighth grade across Macon County who are reading at third and fourth grade reading levels. Well, that didn't happen because of the pandemic. That happened because they were already, you know, below level because they were not, you know, they're not fostering that love of reading at such a young age. Michael, what kind of books are you reading? Um, like Harry Potter type? No. Not really. What What are some of your favorite books? Um... Probably Wonder. Wonder. And um, probably how, Wonder. How yeah. many books do you think you've read so far in oh, your life? Over a thousand at least. Oh! Because, like, this is going to sound really nerdy, but, like, over COVID, I read, like, ten books a day. Oh, oh my goodness. And it kind of sucked that the library <laughs> was closed sometimes because I kept reading books over and over again. So I never I thought of that. By heart. You couldn't get to a library. Yeah, it wasn't exactly the funnest time because I was getting bored of reading books over and over. And oh. we actually, at Dennis, I wound up bringing a bookshelf of mine from my classroom down into the vestibule um, that was accessible during school hours. Smart. Um, and I wound up, well... I wound up letting people borrow and then indefinitely keep because of COVID. We just didn't get things back. But over 250 of my books went out the door. And, you know, it hurt at first because I was like, man, that's a lot of books to just let go. But then I realized that, you know, those books, that they went to a great home. You know, they're yeah. they're being used. That's, that's perfect. Matter of fact, you want to donate them. Yeah, exactly. So... This project. Yes. How do people help? So um, we all have books at home um, that, 
you know, we we got for gifts or, you know, we got, you know, from a school night or something that just aren't at the interest or the reading level of our children that we have at home. I mean, my kids are first grade and third grade, and I know I've got books at home that are much too immature for my my children and their um, interest levels. And so, um, you know, we've got spring break coming up. We're asking people to go through their books, any books that are in good used condition or new. I mean, shoot, you want to go to Walmart and pick up a couple books, we will take those. Um, and we're asking people to box them up and drop them off to one of our drop-off locations. Our students have a really awesome system. It's where we basically throw books around our room for a solid 30 minutes and we organize them. Um, oh no, it pretty much looks just like books flying and throwing them into getting them into, into some sort of a organization to add a box. Yeah. It's how many do you have now? <sighs> what would you, you say? Hundreds? I, oh, I would say we've got about maybe 250 to 300 books. How many are we hoping for? At minimum, 1,500. Wow. Hey, Kevin, yeah. out at uh, St. Teresa High School, if you go into the main mm -hmm. office, uh, you got to walk around some books that yep. are in boxes. I'm um, picking those up today. Yeah, there's a nice pickup there, a collection cool. site, uh, St. T. What and, do you think of this? Uh, this is exactly what needs to happen. Uh, learning as a, as a kid, when I was um, growing up, they had the book it program at Pizza Hut mm, yep. and we had the incentive. If we didn't even care about reading, we could get free pizza if we read. <laughs> and we had we had reading is fundamental or riff where you could go and get a free book and we had book fairs. And and, you know, I'm not a person who reads um, books for entertainment. I don't, I don't read those at all, but I read every day. I read more than most people, whether it be news or how to do things or, uh, you know, just information and having that fundamental understanding of how to gather information, how to process it, it is so important. I mean, there, there can't be a more important uh, project in, as far as getting our kids going in the right direction. So this is amazing. And I'm, I'm proud of you. And I think you're going to have great success. Micah, he's a teacher too. He's like, he's like Miss Nave. Uh, <clears throat> so he knows what he's talking about. That's what I'm trying to say. He probably looks better in a suit than I do. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been in a suit. <laughs> Yeah, you, there's never mind. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're you're lucky to see him without a ball cap. Hey, my students will tell you that the way I dress does, definitely doesn't deter from the way you well, know I teach. So. How you dress for school? You're a baker. Yeah. Oh, I did you make those carrots? I did. Oh, nice. Are they sugar cookies with they ice? Are. All right. Plug your bakery. Um, well, um, I own Nave's Noshery, which is just, you know, I have a professional kitchen out of my home. Um, and it started during the pandemic because I figured if I was getting fat, everybody around me, or, you know, around <laughs> me needed to as well. Um, but it actually started as a way for me to give back to the community during COVID. And so, um, the first six months of me doing this, um, a hundred percent of the profits that I was bringing in, um, was going to baking cookies for our fire departments and for oh, our nice. police departments. And I dropped off dozens of cookies to the health department and, you know, St. Mary's and just, you know, these these community organizations that were stretched so thin um, and that they needed, they needed the recognition and the appreciation during the time. And it has metastasized into, um, you know, being able to provide, um, I'm going to be able to help send some students on our eighth grade field trip. We're able to use some of the, the funds that I'm bringing in to buy books for this event. So like, 
it's it's been wonderful. It has really been wonderful. Micah, see what it's going to be like when you're an adult, when you're smart and have a big heart like you have. You're going to turn out to be like Mrs. Nave. I know. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. You think you'd be a teacher or baker? <laughs> um. What so do you want to do? I kind of want to be a teacher, but there was a middle school teacher who's like my second favorite, and she told me that it's really not worth it. <laughs> oh, don't listen <laughs> to her. I was like, and she was like, you should just be a lawyer because like you can just win and lie all the time. And I was like. But I want to be a teacher. Win and lie all the time. That's a little, there's a word that's called cynical. That's yeah. a little cynical. Yeah. And uh, I think that there's a good reason why she's your second favorite teacher. Stick with your first favorite teacher. And I got a feeling she'd say be a teacher or you could be a lawyer and not lie. Hey. I think I think I know who she's talking about. And let me tell you, this is one of the best teachers, like, to work with her. She had a bad experience she's, with a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, but definitely, we've got we've got an amazing middle school team at Dennis. Um, and the teacher I think she's speaking about is hysterical and amazing okay. and just cracks So she's up. really funny. She, oh, yeah. Hey, Micah, have, have you ever had teachers that have changed your life in a positive way? Yeah. Yeah. And does that feeling pretty good yeah yeah and you want to give that feeling to other people yeah yeah so let follow your heart if that's what you want to do man pass that on don't uh, don't, don't let somebody wrong. sway you don't okay? get me wrong there's nothing wrong with capitalism either you could you could use that brain and that wonderful heart and make a lot of money but it isn't by being a bad person. It's by being a good person. I mean, look at look at you know Howard Buffett in our area. Yeah, I mean, good he, example. He is. I was just taking her along the wall of of fame. I call it. You know, down your hallway, and I pointed him out, and I said, "This is one man who has a ton of money and is using it to do some amazing things for our children." Did Decatur. you point out Nick or me? Uh, I'm sorry. Well, she doesn't know us yet. <laughs> doesn't know me. I'm like putting you on the spot. I, th I mean, I threw Tat out there. Oh, and, Tat, you know, yeah. We got Shyler. Shout out to Shyler. Swave. She's working. Yep. Yeah, and then Shyler's working with us on this project, and she's been instrumental to, to us, so we appreciate her. Micah Talbert, I am so happy to have gotten to meet you. Thank you. Appreciate you being here. And by yep. the way, you did a great job. I was nervous the whole time. I can tell. <laughs> but you got to, the, it's too bad this isn't TV, because you got the best smile of anybody I've seen in a week. If it was TV, I would not be here. I would be <laughs> in my bed asleep. I'll tell you what, Micah, we're going to be watching for you, you know, as you go on through your career and do some wonderful things. You're now on our radar. Yeah, you just, you've just been on a, a radio show for almost a half hour. So now you got public speaking skills. You don't even know it. How lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody who wants to help out, um, you know, go through your books, look for those books that um, are, you know, not, you know, the ones that you picked up at a garage sale 27 years gently ago, used. but you gently use, you know, something that the pages are still white. Um, we've got several drop off locations. I know DPS schools are um, on break. But we've got LSA collecting for us. Warrensburg Latham Elementary School is collecting for us. St. Teresa Holy Family, Our Lady of Lords, um, PDI down um, on 601 North Church Street. Once we get these books, we are going to be sorting them How by age. How much time age. do they have to get these books? Um, we are going to be collecting up until uh, the last week of March. 22nd is yep. what our flyer says. Yep, the 22nd, last week of March, or right up to the last week of March. Give us some time to kind of go through stuff. Um 
Can they get a hold of you somehow? Absolutely. Um, People can get a hold of me um, via email. It's snave, N-A-V-E, at dps61.org. And if your child wants a book, wants a free book, if you want your children to pick out some free books, we are going to have a booth set up at Kids Fest this year, April 1st, downtown at the Civic Center. Tons of stuff, tons of amazing stuff for kids to do. And they get a free book, and it's going to show them that reading is fun and that they can have fun while doing it. Okay, that's Sarah Nave. She's at Dennis Lab School. Which which building? Uh, I'm at um, Mosaic, so that's the one on, on West Main. Mm-hmm. Um, By if, Millican, right? Yes, yep. and I have had some community members reach out and say, my kids are grown, we don't have any books left at home, how can we help? Um, we are accepting monetary jo- donations that can be um, sent to the school um, at 1499 West Main, and that money is going to go toward being able to provide some of those newer, fun books that you know some people just aren't ready to get rid of yet. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.